Well, good day and welcome to this little deep dive episode as part of our Carbon Shortcuts series. I'm sitting down with Bobby Miller, one of the founders of Ruminati. Now, Bobby's a farmer from Jugiong in southwest New South Wales, nearly said Victoria. Sorry, Bobby. So what we thought was worthwhile was actually understanding a little bit about where the technology has come from, what challenges that they're looking to overcome and are addressing for farmers, as well as what are going to be some of the advancements and ways that farmers can get involved into the future. So as a farmer, we thought it'd be interesting to find out what he's learned about the tech world and the types of feedback that they're getting, as well as where Ruminati's going into the future. So if you want to find out any more, head to ruminati.com.au or follow the link in our show notes. Now, the Carbon Series has been brought to us and sponsored by Ruminati. And we're very excited to have Bobby joining us from Ruminati. Bobby, how are you doing? Good, thanks, Ollie. Thanks very much for having me, mate. Mate, tell me, I know you're in Canberra today, but whereabouts are you from and what are you doing with yourself? I'm a grazier from Gundagai, just a little town north of Gundagai called Jugiong. We run Angus cattle and Primeline composite sheep. We run about 2,000 cows and 4,000 ewes on about 11,000 acres of country there. So that's the full-time job, or well, the part-time job now, in addition to Ruminati. And so I'd love to know, can you share with our audience a little bit about how did Ruminati come about and why did you decide that it was on you and a bunch of mates to get involved and get the wheels moving in this space? Yeah, good question. And one we get all the time. Why would you add to your workload? Yeah. About two years ago, Will Onis and I, who's the other chap that started at the other farmer, just noticed the, the increasing frequency with which you were hearing agriculture and climate, and cows and methane and all these sort of crossovers becoming more and more prevalent in the media. And once the MLA came out with the carbon neutral target and a few other targets were set on our behalf, we just thought it would be prudent of us to start to spend some time to understand this. You know, from the farmer's point of view, what does this all mean for us? Is it something we should be worried about and acting on or not yet? Or, you know, what's the landscape? And after a couple of months into it, basically the short version of the story is we came to the conclusion that there was, you know, a real missing link between the farm gate and and what was sort of being promised on our behalf via emissions reduction targets and the like. And, you know, the processes required to do that and to demonstrate it to the supply chain. And basically, we sort of decided that any of these activities that were coming up to reduce methane or sequester carbon weren't really going to make much of a difference unless you had a framework to understand the emissions data at the business level and what impact these activities were going to have on that, if that makes sense. So we kind of called it a missing mechanism. And once we sort of set about putting together a team, we decided that we would have a crack at solving that problem. Yeah. How much time and effort do you reckon it actually took for you as a farmer to get up to speed on all the different conversations that were happening in the carbon space? Probably a good three to six months, I would say. And that's very luckily getting access to a lot of the top grass in, in the space. Rich was, you know, from the series, he was been an advisor from the early days. We were lucky enough to, just in early good introductions, to have access to other scientists, people in the supply chain, big corporate farmers. But it does take a while to piece it all together. Two of the early sort of mechanisms that we looked at were carbon credits on farm and forming a low methane or a low emission supply chain. And it does take a while to sort of come to the conclusion that neither of those two are really viable at the moment. There's a lot that needs to happen before it comes to fruition. So 
knocked on a lot of doors, met a lot of people and, and had as many conversations as we could. But yeah, it was probably six months before we sort of came to our view. Yeah. And important question, the name Ruminati, what does it mean? How did you come up with it? <laughs> the illuminated rumen, of course. The first avenue we, we looked at was getting how to get asparagopsis onto farms. A lot of the work that those guys have been doing is with feedlots and dairies. And that makes sense because it's easy to add the additive to a total mixed ration each day. But of course, for meat and livestock, the problem is sheep and cattle in the paddock. And if we can't figure out a way to get methane into the paddock, then we're not really going to address the problem. But so, you know, the source of most of the emissions from livestock businesses is enteric methane. And so, which comes from the rumen. And if we can solve that problem, you know, the illuminated rumen just kind of popped into our mind one day. Simple as that. Now, tell me a little bit about (laughs) what is Ruminati and what do you guys actually do? Right. So, where we've ended today is basically with software that hopes to solve the problem of farmers measuring and understanding their greenhouse gas emissions, planning or making projections about what those emissions will do as they either expand or contract in businesses, go through drought destockings or post-drought restockings, and then communicate that sort of journey or that data with the supply chain. And so what that distills down to in products is an online, very easy to use emissions calculator, a baseline calculator, where a farmer can go to our website, log in and set up an account. And in about 15 or 20 minutes, if they have the data on hand, put the data into our system and and we give them back what's called a, a baseline emissions report. And so we think that for every agricultural business, and so that's available, sorry, for sheep, beef and grain operations, any combination of those three. And so our view is that the first step for any farm in kind of addressing their emissions is get your baseline, know your starting point. And that's why we've made it free because, well, the IP that underpins it's free, which, you know, we got mostly from the SBGAF tool from Rich, but also we just think it's the right thing to do. It should be freely available for everyone to log in and start the process. The next step in the process from the farmer value point of view is, okay, well, now that I have my baseline, you know, they quite rightly ask the question, so what? What do I do with this number now? And so from a farmer's point of view, the baseline serves as a starting point from which they can then start to assess options about ways to reduce net emissions, either by increasing sequestration or reducing emissions on farm. And so we've built a tool that'll be available at the end of August that allows all the farmer to play with all of the activities available to them on farm. So reducing inputs, increasing sequestration through soil or trees, or using supplements or other new technologies to see what impact that will have on their baseline. And the third part is that that really, again, is only of value to the farmer if they can share that with stakeholders who are interested in the supply chain. So banks, feedlots, processors, retailers. You know, the problem we represent to them is a big scope three emission. We have a big footprint for the products we produce. And they're really trying to figure out, well, how do I understand my footprint? How do I understand the nature of the emissions that are coming from the farms that supply me? And I mean, it's our understanding that in the absence of this tool, there isn't really a way to easily do that. It's a lot of manual work and manual measurement. So those farms that want access to the data will subscribe to our portal and If the farmer permits and they check a box to permit it, they can supply that data up to the stakeholder in the supply chain. And so for a farmer, are they able to, obviously they can baseline their farm, but then are they able to nearly gamify it and play with the different toggles, different options available to them to go, oh, if I do this practice, that'll 
result in this if I go to fully renewable solar panels that'll have this impact, et cetera? Yeah, exactly right. And the reason why we've made it like that, the farmer is in control, is because Australia's got such a broad natural resource base, right? You've got fine wool producers in the New England, you've got, you know, producers out at Burke, you've got producers at the Grampians, and all of these different operating systems on different geographies mean that the mix of activities that a farmer might want to do to reduce their impact is different, right? Some can plant trees, some can't, some can put supplements out because they're in smaller farms, some can't. And so basically what we've provided is all the tools available in, as you say, sort of a game fashion where they can move a toggle and it shows what impact it will have. So, you know, some things they think, oh, great, I'll do that and then run the scenario and it doesn't really move the needle too much. And so rather than have that conversation one-on-one with every farmer, we've built this tool to allow them to sort of work through it at their own pace. Yeah. Yeah, perfect. And so it really is only in its early stages at the moment, but what are some of the early adopters seeing through using the product? Yeah, so there's a couple hundred farms sort of in our family and friends network who are on it thus far. They've only used the calculator thus far because that's the only component that's finished. But, you know, the 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 tool that is previously available, the SBGAF, is, is wonderfully accurate, but very, very complex and, and tricky to use. So most people have to use a consultant to help them to fill it in. So we got the help of a design company called Nakatomi out of Sydney, trendy firm in Paddington, to help us make it very user-friendly, very slippery, very easy to work your way through. So the feedback on its usability has been fantastic, which is great. And we did a lot of farmer engagement to make sure that that was right. And we've in the second version, we've made quite a few changes based on some things we didn't quite get right. And then the next bits, we've sort of built in consultation with a number of working groups and people in the supply chain. Feedback thus far has been great, but proof will be in the pudding once we launch in July, August. So I've got two more questions. The one that's on the tip of my tongue though, what have you as a farmer learned about the world of tech and iterations and versions and all of that? (laughs) A lot, a lot. (laughs) Peter Lean is our CEO. He's the sort of guy who's got the tech experience. But what I have learned is building tech is the exact opposite of building a building. You know, you build a building, you get the occupational certificate and it's done. Your first round of building in tech is the beginning of the second round of building in tech and the end of that, the third and so on. So it's a continually iterative process. Our designers are working on a two-week sprint, they call it. So we sit down every two weeks, review what they've done, kind of give them the runway for the next two, which is fun, to be honest with you. It's a new skill and it's been great to learn. But yeah, th- there's a lot more to it than, than when you log on and see a simple screen. There's thousands of hours that sit behind that for sure. I bet like last week, Instagram went down and I can imagine the headache that was going on there. <laughs> <laughs> now, final question for you, Bobby. So future plans for Ruminati, obviously you said new tool coming out in August, but where do you guys see it going in the future? Yeah, so the sort of, I guess, the official launch is is in August where all three tools will be finished and the sort of complete package ready for market. We've got some really great early conversations with some big sort of stakeholders in the supply chain, some associations, some companies, a few farm management software companies that are looking to sort of partner with us because we're sort of built a relatively simple solution to a complex problem, people just want to partner with us rather than try and compete because it's a horrible thing to try and recreate. But mate, look, we really want to be kind of a logical, sensible approach to the problem from everyone in the supply chain, from the farm all the way up to the retailer. 
So as much as we have capacity, we're kind of engaging with people all the way up supply chain to explain our approach to the problem, hopefully get them on board for a trial and then, you know, build the users that way. So for us, mate, the next 24 months is is development, you know, meeting as many farmers and people in the supply chain as we can, getting them on board and, and hoping that they convert to users. Yeah, perfect. Well, thank you so much for sponsoring our carbon series that we got to sit down with Rich for. And I'm looking forward to seeing where Ruminati goes for you. No, thanks very much for the opportunity, mate. We're very happy to sponsor the series. Rich is a wonderful voice of reason and clarity in this space. So the more people that can hear that, the better. And thanks for your time, Ollie. Thanks for putting it all together. Cheers. Well, thanks for joining us on that bit of a deep dive into who Ruminati is with one of their founders, Bobby Miller. If you haven't checked out our In The Know, On The Go Carbon Shortcut series, go and find it. Um, Episode one is out. Episode two is out. Episode three was released yesterday. And episode four will be out in the next week. It's designed to help understand more about the carbon conversation and space in Australia. And so we hope that uh, it's something useful for you. If you do want to know more, head to ruminati.com.au and go and give their tool the crack. See ya.